the hill, the river and the valley. It's a beautiful morning here at the Moy Corner and we're glad that you've tuned in again to watch and to listen to the Word of God as it goes forth. God willing for the next uh, number of broadcasts we're speaking on prophetical matters and we're heading our meetings with a text from 1 Peter 4 and verse 7 where Peter says the end of all things are at hand. I want to turn to just very simple scriptures uh, that you know very well uh, this morning and uh, if you have a Bible you can and if you haven't you'll know them I'm sure and you can look at them afterwards. John's Gospel chapter 14 and we're reading verses 1 to 3. John 14 and uh, 1 to 3. Before we do we just ask the Lord for help. Father we give you thanks again for this beautiful day. We thank you for the measure of health and strength that we have and enjoy when so many around us are sick and indeed dying. And Father we just praise thee and bless thee Father for your uh, sovereign eternal hand upon all the situation that's going on and we look to thee and our confidence and our hope is in the living God. And so we pray for your word now this morning that goes forth that hearts will be prepared to receive it and that the Holy Ghost anointing will be upon this servant and that we will bring words of truth and words of comfort to the hearts of many today for we ask it in the Saviour's name and for his sake. Amen. Amen. John's 14 and verses 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye be, be also. So reads the very comforting and timely word of our God. There were three farmers, all neighbours together to one another. Down in the west of Fermanagh, where I was brought up. And all three of them, uh, who had farms just next to one another, all three of them served in the world wars. They were war veterans. And, and two of them served in both world wars. Many were the stories that I heard as a boy as my father questioned them when we went round to gather up the milk, many stories I heard uh, about the battles that went on in the war zones. And there was one battle and one word that stood out in my mind even as a child to this day, and as well known by many, it was the evacuation of Dunkirk. The evacuation of Dunkirk. May 1940, 300,000 Belgium, French and British troops were evacuated from the beaches of, uh, of Dunkirk in France. Winston Churchill called it the, 
a colossal military disaster. Many of the soldiers there, including my own uncle who was there, uh, called it the miracle of Dunkirk. Suddenly, as the German Luftwaffe bombers uh, were bombing them, a black and black clouds gathered in the sky, and they couldn't see the, the their targets on the fled, and uh, they were able to escape over a period of time. Now, the word to evacuate means the removal of a people from a danger zone to a safe zone. From a danger zone to a safe zone. Also during the war, of course, there were the, evacua the evacuation of children from uh, the nation's cities out into the countries. But more recently we have the evacuations of natural disasters that we see regular uh, on our television uh, on our television screens and scenes, uh, floods and fires and so on. Now can I say to you this from the authority of the Word of God that the next event in worldwide uh, in the worldwide happenings is going to be in biblical prophecy is going to be the greatest evacuation of people from a danger zone to a safe zone. And uh, I love that thought like that, a danger zone. This world is a danger zone, my friend. And one day soon, we're going to be taken out of this danger zone and placed into a safe zone where we shall be uh, for all eternity. It's, it's called the rapture of the church. The release and the removal of the saints of God. Every genuine born again believer saved by the blood of Jesus and, 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 and know the truth of the gospel that their sins are forgiven uh, will be evacuated from this old blood-stained, fear-stained, tear-stained, war-stained world in which we are now living in. And if you want references in the scripture for the lifting out and the taking out of the saints suddenly, you can read 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 Corinthians 15, Titus 2, Revelation 4. And those are only some of the reference. Now, like no other evacuation from such zones across the globe, this one will not be planned and executed by armies, by navies, by air forces. There'll be no signs, there'll be no sound, there'll be no smell, there'll be no smoke of battle, there'll be no roar of sirens, there'll be no fire brigades, there'll be no police. It'll only be a blast of a trumpet and three words in the form of a shout from the captain of our salvation, come up hither, Revelation 4 and verse 1, come up hither. I remember it was just three words that our Lord had to use to raise Lazarus from the dead. Remember he was four days in the dead, four days in, 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 in stinking in the grave. And uh, our Lord Jesus just uh, with three words, Lazarus come forth and up he come. And so my friend, from the far flung islands of the Indian Ocean to the graveyards and cemeteries of Ireland, from the battle, from the Baltic to Belfast, from Denmark to Derry, from Argentina to Armagh, millions of bodies of all those that died in Christ through the ages, 
will come up and come out and come into the presence of the Lord and the Saviour who died for them and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Hallelujah. What a victory that is. What a day that would be. And I tell you, it's a day that I'm looking forward to. And we read often in the obituary in the, obituary in the paper, there where it says, safe in the arms of Jesus. And it's all going to happen in a moment, in the blink of an eye, in the tick of a clock, in the beat of a heart, in the rustle of a leaf, like a thief in the night. Jesus says, Here's what Jesus says in Matthew 24. As a flash of lightning cometh from the east and sheddeth into the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. It's going to be quick, my friend. It's going to be very sudden. Behold, I come quickly. Now, where there's a raft of scriptures, a raft of them that speak of the second coming of our Lord. There's 300 references to his second coming in the New Testament alone. And I want to open this prophetical series this morning with the help of God, with the words of the coming one himself, the captain of our salvation, on the eve of his crucifixion, where we're reading here in this verse 3 of John 14. I will come again. That's the word of God who cannot lie. I will come again. If I had no other of the 299 references, this one would do me. This word of his from the mouth of a God like this, it would do me. But thank God we have so many truths in the scripture to tell us about this. And this is the time now that we need to be looking at these things for the coming of the Lord draws so nigh. Now I want to note a few things surrounding this statement. We must not take these statements out of context. We need to look at it in this context. And as the disciples here, they're sitting with the, with the Saviour uh, and the Passover feast in the upper room. And the first thing that you see in John 14 and verse 1 is their agitation. Their agitation. Because he said to them, let not your heart be troubled. Now that word trouble is the word agit agitated. It is the word fearful. It is the word confused. It is the word disturbed, or it's the word, dis word stressed or distressed. You can use any of those words, my friend, for the word trouble. It's agitation. Now, this is the condition. Now, I want you to notice this. This is the condition uh, that the disciples are in, even though they see him. Even though they can touch him and have fellowship with him and have struggle with him. So don't you, don't you, believer, this morning, don't you beat yourself up if you, if you feel like this at times, if you feel troubled, if you feel disturbed, if you feel confused or perplexed. Don't, let, don't, don't, be, uh, don't beat yourself up over this because you can't see him, you can't hear him, you can't touch him, and we're living by faith. But thank God that having not seen him whom we have not seen, we love. Now I want to dwell for a moment on this because I believe that there are many, there are many in these days and uh, they're stressed. There are many and they're uh, fearful. Uh, I was speaking to a woman the other day and she, she's living on her own and she said to me, she says, I'm full of fear. You know, there's a lot of people and they're full of fear in these days when we need to get into the Word of God. But I want to say to you that this, this morning, Hold, hold tight now. 
in this hour of crisis. Just you, believer, hold tight. And remember uh, those powerful words of God, like Psalm 46, Therefore shall not we fear, though the earth be removed and the mountains cast into the depth of the sea. The devil always plays in fear. And when he gets something like this, he, he'll harass you night and day by fear. So you've got to stand against it. Now, can I suggest that some of the things that troubled and agitated the disciples on the eve of the Lord's going, trouble and agitate so many of the Christians on the eve of the Lord's coming. Because if you read the chapter before this, if you read uh, John chapter 13, you will read the, what went on in the upper room. He had told them that one was going to betray him. He, he had said that one of them would forsake him and deny him. He said he himself was going to die and that they'd all forsake him and flee. They couldn't handle this. <laughs> this was too much upon them all at the one time. The whole life's ministry was, as we often say, it was up to shoot. They expected him that he was coming as the king and he was going to deliver them from the, from, from, from the, from the, uh, the, the Romans and from all the powers of darkness that the Romans had upon the people. But that wasn't so. And, and also there was suspicion amongst them who was going to, who was going to betray him. And uh, they thought, what's, what, what's going to happen? What will our family say? What will the critics say? What, we've left our jobs, we've left our boats, we've left our nets, and we've come to follow him, and this is the way it has ended up. Their whole world crashed. But you know, the Lord Jesus knows their heart, and he knows your heart. He knows how you feel this morning. He knows how you're affected with this thing this morning. He knows how your family's affected with this thing this morning. So he turn, it turns here from the agitation to the exhortation. He looks right into the troubled soul and he says, Let not your heart be troubled. You know, when I was looking at that word, let not, I thought, it was their own fault that they got like that. He says, you have let that happen. You know, they should have known the scriptures. And if they would have known the scriptures like Isaiah 53 and Psalm 22 and Psalm 69 and Psalm 40 and Psalm 91, the Messianic Psalm, if they would have been soaked in those scriptures, they would have known that all these things were going to come to pass. But they didn't. So my friend, it's important that we soak ourselves in the prophetical scriptures and as we do, as we study them and meditate upon them and these things come to pass, we'll know, we'll see. Read Matthew 24, read Luke 21 and Luke 17, read through the book of Revelation and if you're doing this in these days, you know, everything that's happening around the world is coming out of the book of God. So their faith had turned into fear. And he's turning now their fear back to faith. Does your fear need to be turned back to faith this day? If, if he says, you believe in God, believe also in me. In other words, if you trust God, will you not trust me? Believe me also. And so the actual rendering of this word is he's saying to them, actually two words, stop it. Stop it. And those of you who are confused, and defeated and fearful of what's going on around you this morning. Look away by faith. Lift your eyes of all these things that are going on. Don't trouble your heart anymore. That will do. Jesus said that will do. You just stop doing that now. Now maybe there's some of you listening to me just now. 
and the same as didn't turn out the way you expected. And uh, maybe not with your family, maybe not with your career, maybe not with your plans. Maybe there's some of you, your broken hearts this morning. You never thought that your husband would forsake you. You never thought that your wife would abandon you. You never thought your job would go, or your family would go, or your health would go. You never thought you'd get the cancer. You never thought you'd get the coroner. You never thought you'd get the coronavirus. You never thought of any of those things. But my friend, listen, these things all come upon us. They all come upon us and this is part of life. You never thought probably yourself that you'd ever forsake the Lord. You never thought yourself that you'd betray him. You never thought yourself that you'd deny him, but, but we did and we do at times. But when he abandoned us, a thousand times no. A thousand times no. He draws close to us this morning. He says, cast all your care upon him, for he careth for you. He says, I will sustain you if you will cast your burden onto me. Get our eyes on the circumstances. Get our eyes on the things around us. He says, get them onto me. Remember, Paul says, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, I press towards the mark of the prize, call, prize of the high calling of God in Jesus Christ. So it moves now in this uh, wee story here, John 1 to 3, it moves from the agitation to the exhortation to the destination. Because here's what he says. He says in verse 2, In my Father's house are many mansions, many dwelling places, many dwelling places. I tell you, when we get to heaven, we'll not be shut in. When we get to heaven, we'll not be locked out. When we get to heaven, we'll not be locked up. Glory to God. He has many mansions and he has this place waiting for us. And glory to God. Some of these days we'll, we, we'll be on the streets of gold. Listen to Revelation chapter 21. The nations of them that are saved, the nations of them that are saved shall walk in the light of it. And glory to God, I remember walking up and down the concrete lane every day. I'll be walking on the streets of gold. I'm one of the saved. Are you one of the saved? Are you saved this morning? Are you ready for the glory this morning? Are you ready for lift off this morning? Are you ready for him coming to take you out this morning? For he's going to come very shortly. He's going to come like a flashman. And he's going to end all this thing. And he's going to take it up. And then it goes on to say, And the gates shall not shut. Day or night, <laughs> the old gates are locked here into this church and the gold, the doors are locked and the gates are barred and all the churches over the land, let me tell you, there'll be no gates barred and there'll be no gates locked in heaven. Praise God for that mighty day because it says, and there shall be no night there for the Lamb shall be the light thereof. The Lamb shall be the light thereof. And he says this, he says, in my Father's house, the Father's house is only for the evacuees. The Father's house is the only safe place, my friend, that we can be in. And I trust that you're saved this day. I trust that you know the Lord this day. I trust that you know your sins forgiven today. It's the Father's house and it's only for the Father's children. It's only for the family of God. You know, my two girls, they text me most every day. And the only two people that text me 
that I say love God because they're born into my house, they're born into my family, they're, they're my children. And you know, if you're not the child of God, as done, and you're not born again into the family of God, you're not going to the Father's house. When the call comes, when he comes to evacuate us, when he comes to take us out, and Dunkirk is nothing to this, my friend, worldwide, worldwide, there's going to be a massive evacuation of the saints some of these days, and we'll be developing in the days that come. He's going to come, when he comes to evacuate, sinner, you're not going up. And sinner, you're not going in. Oh, sinner, I have to tell you, to be honest from the word of God, that you're going down. And you're going into the blackness of the darkness forever. And you're going down to face the beast, the Antichrist, who's standing with his briefcase somewhere today, just ready to step over. He's ready to step in now to take charge of the affairs. Hey, the, the, the devil incarnate is about to take the affairs of this world. They're all waiting on a man. Send us a man. Give us a man. We need someone to get a cure for this fire. We need someone to take over the economy of the nation. We need someone to rule. We need someone to rule. Let him be a God or a devil. Let him come. Well, they're going to get the devil. And he's going to come in the person of the Antichrist. But thank God I'll not be here. I'll be gone. And my friend, you'll be here without Christ. And the beast will, 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 will strike the mark of 666 upon you. On your forehead or your right arm. And you'll not be able to sell or you'll not be able to buy. You'll be just a, a dupe to the devil for the rest of your days. And you'll die and go to hell. What an awful, what an awful way to be. What an awful thought to have. What a, my friend, it happens to be truth. It'll happen to be truth. And he's coming, and he's coming soon. And, and, and the, the whole world's waiting on him. So I say to you, flee and come to Jesus. Do you know, as I listen to the news, and as I read some of the papers, can, 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 can we not see that, the, that all the telecommunication networks all the business tycoon tycoons and bankers and economists all over the world, they're using this virus as a cover to push the one world government that they're working at for years and for years. And just as Europe united after the last war, the whole world's going to unite after the beast and they're going to worship at his feet once this thing is over. And we're heading full steam for a capital society, for a cashless society, man, they're making some some throws on that, and even these days, watch the news and listen, get your Bible open and listen to what's going on. It's all all being prepared for the Antichrist. We're heading so close to the end. It has come so quickly on us, so speedily on us, my friend. Take heed. Oh, I couldn't be urgent enough. I couldn't tell you, sinner, to flee, flee. Before it's too late, because you'll not be able to blame us at the light bulb. You'll not be able to blame many of the messages that you hear on the internet. Uh, you need to come to Christ when there's time. It's going to be a cashless society. It's going to be a capital society. But worse than that, it's going to be a Christless society. It's going to be a Christless society. Because there'll be no church. And there'll be no spirit. And there'll be no tracks. And there'll be no missions, and there'll be no meetings, and there's be nobody to pray for you, for the Lord be gone. The Lord be away in the great evacuation into heaven and into glory. 
and you were left behind and you young man your mother prayed for you and you young girl your, your father prayed for you and your mother prayed for you got you to Sunday school and taught you the word and give you a Bible and I give you a tract that Sunday school teachers taught you and the harvest passed and the summer's end and you're not saved and you're not saved today and you're, you're, you're dicing with very death my friend if, I, if this car, coronavirus doesn't get you something else will get you and you'll be out into eternity and he, my, if he comes it's too late there's no time to come and all I say you know I haven't time to go into the Father's house and what the scripture says about the Father's house. But Jesus says, in my Father's house are many mansions. But I say to you this, this very day, flee like the prodigal. Flee to the Father's house. Rise from the swine truck sinner and run. And the Father will run to meet you. And he'll put his arms around you. And he'll put on the best robe. And he'll put on the ring. And he'll, get, and he'll, be, he'll kill the fatted calf. And he'll put the shoes on your feet. And there'll be singing. And there'll be music. And there'll be dancing. My friend, heaven is going to be a mighty place. That's only a wee taste. The Father's house down here is only a wee taste. A wee taste when the prodigal come home. Compared to what it is when we all get home. And we're all going home. Hallelujah. To glory. There's no place like home. We're going home to glory. And we're going to be with the Lord forever. I tell you. And then the Father declared twice. No, I love that. I love what the father of the prodigal and he's declared twice. This is my son that was dead and is alive again. He was lost, but he is found. Lost, but he is found. Dead and alive again. You know, sinner, you're dead and trespassing in sin. He that liveth or she that liveth in pleasure is dead while they liveth. So he says, run to the father's house and he'll receive you and he'll put that robe on and he'll kill the calf and they'll be rejoicing and they'll be rejoicing in the midst of the angel over one sinner that repented and then lastly there's the agitation there's the exhortation there's the destination and there's the reception I will come again and receive I, I love that we word receive. He's not going to take them. He's not going to pull them in. He's going to, he's going to receive. It's our We read that uh, Jesus uh, tells the Great Supper, uh, the parable of the Great Supper. And in Luke 14, there's the invitation. He, he sent the servants out and he called the sinners, the, 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 the sinners to come in. Come on in, in for all things are now ready. The great invitation, Luke 14. Great reception in Luke 15. The father received the son back in. But all sadly, in Luke 16, there's the great separation. The rich man died and in hell. He lifted up his eyes and there was a great gulf fixed him and there was no way out. Friend, I want to encourage you this morning. I want to encourage the Christians to look up and lift up their head. I want to encourage you to get away from the fear and the doubt. Read your word and see what God is doing and trust in him. I want to say to you backslider this morning that are weird that the swine trucks, will you not come back to Jesus? Will you not come back and, 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 and enjoy the first love that you've lost and left? Will you not come back, my friend, to the old rugged cross and repent of your sin? And ah, oh, sinner, sinner, I say to you, I say to you, come, for all things are now ready. Today, if you will hear his voice, 
Harden not your heart. Remember this, that he's come, and he's coming soon, and he's going to take his people out. And in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and we, which are alive and remain, that old mother that you died and wept there, that old father that you died, that boy that you laid to rest, that wee baby that you laid in the white coffin, my dear friend, they're all going to come up and they go to heaven. Don't you, don't you miss it. Don't you be left behind. Don't you be separated for all eternity from your children and from your home. Oh, wherever you are, across the broad acres of this earth this morning, I tell you, I tell you, Jesus is on his way back. He's coming back. This will not go on much longer. We may never be back into the house down here, but we'll be in the Father's house forever. Glory to his name and praise his name. And thank you for watching. Tune in to us for the next broadcast as we go on with the prophetical messages and the text, the end of all things are at hand. God bless you. Amen.